So uh, it's been two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. We had a snowmageddon. Yes, this is the first time when I feel like they've said that that's coming, and it happened. Yeah, it was bad, especially around here. Yeah, we've had some ice mageddons, but not a lot of snowmageddons. Um, Probably should retire the phrase mageddon. It's true. It's kind of like how I hate when everyone anyone says like a something gate because it wasn't the Watergate gate. It was just Watergate. Yeah, because Watergate was the name of the hotel. So when you're like Deflate Gate, it's like no, that's not that's not a thing. Like yeah, we're just gating it. Yeah. I, are you are you accusing me of gatekeeping? I would never. Because I would never dream of that. We need to we need to figure out how to start gatekeeping in the Boy Meets World community so that we feel superior to all other Boy Meets World fans. Nah, I don't really want to. I I, I demand to know how we gatekeep this community. This will be the last episode of Boy Meets World Fever due to creative differences between the hosts. Um, Thank you for listening. I am a single white man uh, who is straight, and I just feel like I don't feel superior enough in this fandom. So I need some way to elevate myself while pushing everyone else with a different opinion down. Well, here's one tip. Fight everyone and ignore all the things that they say to you that would... um, Kind of prove you wrong and just say, no, that's not what I'm talking about, you dum-dum. Mm-hmm. Something something more more mean than that. You know, we're keeping it family-friendly. Only real Boy Meets World fans' favorite character is Dr. Sorrell. That's, uh, that's quite a take. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to pick a character that was probably white supremacist... Dr. Sorrell. Dr. Sorrell would probably be it. Maybe Jack. Well, we haven't gotten to Jack No, yet. but maybe Jack. Maybe Jack. Maybe Jack eventually. We, we we haven't taken a critical eye to Jack yet. Maybe he'll be our favorite. Maybe. I don't... I don't know. I don't think so. I'm keeping an open mind. Open mind, open heart. Except for the gatekeeping that With I'm... The gatekeeping, <laughs> Dr. Sorrell, everyone else is worse than me. Yeah. Stance. Other than that, Rosie. Um, everyone knows that real Griff is when he changed at the end of season two. If you don't know that, are you... Do you even like Boy Meets World? Mm-hmm. Man. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, now the Boy Meets World gatekeeping podcast. Boy Meets Gate. I actually feel like gatekeeping was like a pretty hot topic in like the news and stuff over like the last few months. I feel like it's even been a big thing this week. I sent you the thing and that person that's like, if you only like these ten anime, you can't say you like, you can call yourself a real anime fan. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? You know, that legitimately happened to me, like, in my first, like, two weeks of college. I, like, met these guys, and I was, like, hanging out in their dorm, and he was like, I was like, what are you watching? He's like, I'm watching, I don't remember what anime he was watching. And I was like, oh, cool, I like anime. And he was like, oh, really, what have you seen? I'm like, well, you know, Dragon Ball Z and Gundam Wing and Pokemon and Digimon, like, all the ones that people our age have seen. He went, oh, I thought you were a real anime fan. Mm. I was just like, I don't know what so all jokes aside we're putting the jokes aside for a moment our official stance at boy meets world fever and this will be heretofore known is that i am the best and everyone else no chance no i said jokes aside oh okay our stance is there's no gatekeeping we don't want to be gatekeepers if anything we want to be shepherds leading people to greater sources of comfort and enjoyment Wait, that makes greener me the, pastures. That makes me the functioning human and everyone else the dumb sheep. So I'm okay with this analogy. We are the lighthouses. Shep- not shepherding. 
Shepherding doesn't work. We are the lighthouses guiding people away from the harsh, dangerous rocks, saying, here's the safe way through. Here's some things you might enjoy. That's the attitude we should have. Not, I'm the gatekeeper, and you're the key master. That's Ghostbusters. I was like, I don't know what that one is. Yeah. I know what the page master is. Oh, oh yes, page master. National Registry of Colleges. This is Boy Meets World Fever. They're really sponsoring us. Let's try that again. <laughs> Brought to you by the National Registry of Colleges, unless someone real decides to sponsor us. This is Boy Meets World Fever, and I'm one of your hosts, Cameron. And I'm your other host, Chance. Hello, Chance. Hey, Cameron. I can't wait to talk to you about colleges this episode. Yeah, I, I got a list. We'll get there. You've got a list of colleges. Like all of them? All of the colleges. I contacted the Registry of Colleges. Are you just going to start at Auburn? A. Akron. Akron? Albany. Wouldn't Auburn be before all these? Akron. Auburn is A-U. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. This is not a spelling podcast. You. Imbecile. He clearly didn't go to Auburn. I I do have some friends that went to Auburn. I don't know if they listen, but War Eagle, I guess. That's what they say. Oh, that's what they said. I was like, what are, why did you just randomly say what? <laughs> I mean, okay. It's kind of like their rock chalk. Sure. Jay, or, uh, go pokes. We have a very simple one at our university. That well, we it's like, to. go pokes makes sense. Orange power. Orange power. Orange power makes sense. Anything's better than boomer sooner, am I right? <laughs> oh! I just uh, lost several listeners, but that's okay. I have never understood why OU does the one. Like, there's only one Oklahoma. I think that one's the dumbest one. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Sooner fans. I just don't get it. We don't understand you. Or football. Or yeah. <laughs> If you've listened to this podcast, the one thing you should know is <laughs> we are not sportsters. Yeah, not these guys really like Boy Meets World. Or they're weird or funny, uh, maybe. Or insightful or engaging. It's, they don't get sports. If there's one thing you've taken away after 40 plus episodes now, <laughs> that's probably it. We we know that you can get a foul ball in baseball. I do know that. That's it. That's what we know. Sure. That's fair. That's what we learned from this show. Because Corey took a foul ball right to the head. And Corey doesn't laugh anymore. When was that? Season one. He's talking about getting Corey the hot dog. And Corey was so happy. And he was giggling. Wow. That's so long ago. It's true. Lived so much life since then. It is our one year anniversary of recording. It's probably one year in a week. Wow. We yeah, a lot of life. So just a few a few things have gone down yes. in world history since that moment and this moment. It's true. Uh, we started recording. I think the fifteenth or sixteenth. So we're currently on the twentieth. We started recording the fifteenth or the sixteenth of February, and because of the pandemic and just delays and us not knowing how to get our podcast out there, the first episode didn't release until April fourth. So it's not like our one year anniversary with all of you listeners yet, but it's our one year anniversary of recording of doing this. So I think on the fourth. And April 4th, no matter what day that is, we should release us reacting to our first episode. Like we record ourselves having listened to us? Well, yeah, just like we normally do, but like listen to our first episode. Oh my. And talk about like... 
Do we think we're better? Do we think we're worse? Something to think about. Yeah. I just look for that or don't. Who knows? We've come we've come a long way in the last year. We've come a long way with you, my friend. This is not a song about Paul Walker dying. Oh, I was like, I feel like I feel a song coming on, but that wasn't it. The song that was coming on, I was trying to figure out why, was the Growing Pains theme song. <laughs> Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. We know we're near We know we're near The best is ready to begin. Oh, oh, oh. As long as we got each other, we can take anything that comes our way. Baby, rain or shine, all the time, we got each other, sharing the laughter and love. Sharing the laughter and love. That just happened. So, that's where I went. I'm glad you went there with me. I mean, I will always. The Growing Pains theme song is epic. It's so good. It is. Perfect Strangers, also epic. I don't know if I know that one. Um, It's, um, why am I blanking on what the Perfect Strangers theme song is? Do you know Perfect Strangers, the show, Dalky? I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, really? The Wonder Years theme song's good. It is. I'm blanking on that one, too. Why am I blanking on what all the themes? What would you do if I sang out of tune? I mean, just, just the, the Beatles, but not sung by the Beatles. Um, anyway, this is a show about Boy Meets World. Um, which, as you've most certainly gathered Which doesn't have a so theme far. song at the moment. No. Probably, in my mind, the most iconic one is next season. The car. Oh. I mean, I know the Boy Meets World actual song is the one most people go to, but I think I think of the more than anything. Yeah. Is that still in our show anywhere? At the end. Okay. Because that used to be our transition music, right? No, it was the season one bit from that song. That was the transition music. Okay. Okay. We don't have the transition music anymore. Sorry, guys. Maybe someday. Probably not. Unless someone real decides to sponsor us. Unless someone real decides to sponsor us. I mean, we got some two-parters that are coming up. We can... Yeah, we'll see. We'll just talk anyway, about Anyway, we're here to talk about Boy Meets World. We are. We're, we're not here to talk about Watergate or... Gatekeeping? Gatekeeping or Growing Pains. Though maybe someday. I mean... Uh, Kirk Cameron? Kirk Cameron. <laughs> uh, but that also... certainly gives me pause. But Alan Thicke is there. And Baby Leo. Yes. Oh, oh, dear baby Leo. I think we have to call him Oscar winner Leo yes. DiCaprio now. Oscar winner baby Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> Oscar winner baby Leo. Mm. Um, we can talk about all those things. I, I would I would watch that. The Wonder Years. We can figure out how Corey Sleazy Teacher is the main character from Wonder Years that I'm blanking on the name of again. Wow, I'm really out of it, apparently. Yeah, uh, this is a... You've had a long day. I have had a long day. It's been, it's been a trying day, actually. It's been mostly fine. Trying, but mostly fine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. It's the s- title of my memoirs. <laughs> Trying, but mostly fine. Um, I I think everyone out there is going to be a little depressed um, that we're actually covering an episode of Boy Meets World. I think they loved... They loved my date with the president's daughter. Yeah, they loved it. They still haven't gotten over how great that Time Loop Day episode was. Uh-huh. Um, Pokemon. We actually are going to talk about Pokemon at the end of this episode. Yes. Why? Because we got some listener feedback. Oh, good. I was like... <laughs> I've seen this episode three times now, recently, and I cannot remember, no, I, because there's no overlap. Oh, we got some listener feedback, buddy. Oh, thank goodness. Um, I guess I'll sin up. Episode yeah. 314, A Kiss is More Than a Kiss. Um, Corey's a baby butt face. <laughs> and that's it. 
<laughs> and hilarity ensues. I don't know what to tell you. Um, okay. Uh, Corey is good with Topanga, so he goes on a date. Corey sees Topanga kissing someone and realizes he's not so good. Eric's trying to get into college. Hey, that's good. That's very good. Thanks. <laughs> Masterfully done. As Polonius says in Hamlet, brevity is the soul of wit. Brevity is the soul of wit. And then he proceeds to talk for a really long time. Which is what makes it really funny. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Polonius is not witty. And that... By his own definition. Right there is comedy. 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 Uh, You didn't see, but I made a great face. I watched um, Singing in the Rain last night. Uh Uh-huh. And in that song, the uh, co-star, Gene Kelly's best friend, I forget his name, because that's just the way things are going right now. He sings the Oscar song. Oscar winner, baby Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> Oscar winner, baby Leo DiCaprio. Sings a song called Make Him Laugh. And it's very funny. I, I don't so, think I've ever seen Singing in the Rain. It's a delight. You really should. Okay. I'll just so check it out. Lots of tap dancing. Hey, I'm here for it. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, Singing in the Rain. Um, go watch it. I don't know what's happening. All um, right. So let's get started. <laughs> uh, Topanga's hair looks great. This mm-hmm. whole episode. So great. Why? MVP, the, Topanga's hair. Yeah, I, but, oh, kind of. Yeah, um, I mean, we almost gave it to Amy's legs one time. Tara. <laughs> when she said that, that was so funny. <laughs> Amy's like, but Topanga's hair, like this whole episode, it's like, man, that's gray hair. Man, that's great hair. Man, that's great hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Fischel, like, seriously, we've joked about it several times. We will do an entire podcast episode just about your hair. Come on the show. Come on the show. We know you're a, a, an we'll, avid listener. We'll pitch your hair care products. To our scores of listeners. Scores seems right, because the score is 20. Yes. So scores is at least 40. <laughs> scores. At least 40 could be more. Uh, we don't know. Yeah. Plural just means more than one. So at least 40 people. It's true. I don't, I've lost my train of thought entirely. Okay, I need to stop derailing him. So we're going to get started. Topanga's hair looks great. She's saying, so Corey, this thing is happening whatever day, mm-hmm. whatever time. And See you there. He's into it. Yeah. Uh, he's in a wonderful salmon shirt. Mm-hmm. He looks good. Yeah, he looks good. Sh- Sean's shirt is still terrible. Sean's shirt is still terrible. Yeah. Um, maybe, does, do you guys like, like, this is my question for you this week that you can tweet at us, email us. Do you like how Sean dresses? Because I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just not a fan. It hasn't stood the test of time. No. I feel like Corey's look is kind of, like with a few different alterations to maybe the cut mm-hmm. of his wardrobe and the fit, like I'd wear that today. Yeah, he's a, he's in that very baggy 90s thing that I mm-hmm. never really grew out of, but. No, no, you certainly <laughs> have not. Um, I mean, like I'm not just buttoned up the bottom of my button up, though. Uh-huh. You're, you're, you're buttoned up. Yeah, I'm, I'm all the way buttoned up. I'm, um, but yeah, he's, he's got that kind of baggy style going, but solid colors. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little plaid here and there. Yeah, but I, Sean's everything is just like loud and weird colors. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes not... multiple busy prints. Yeah, going on. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. Sean, I love you. Come on the show, but but don't don't wear that when you do. Exactly. Ryder Strong seems to have not kept up that uh, persona. No, I imagine him in a cardigan at almost all times. Hey, not a bad look. Is that weird? Like kind of cottage corey i don't know i'm okay with it katie thanks for teaching me the word cottage core so i can abuse it mm-hmm, he has <laughs> just now it's dead on the ground he's done killed it uh <laughs> i don't anyway I, w- I was prepared for you to say something <laughs> i was too and then it just didn't come um <laughs> <laughs> we have to leave this in 
so Corey and Topanga are doing like a prom fashion fest. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the inciting incident, maybe. Mm-hmm. That they're going to be doing this, and Corey's like, okay. And then Sean's like, what are you doing talking to Topanga? Like, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah, and, and specifically like being so friendly uh-huh. with Topanga. Yeah, he's like, no, she's your ex. Let me spell that out for you. X. <laughs> it makes like a slashing motion through the air. Sean is, is really by funny. far the funniest part of this episode. Uh-huh. Well, well, he he's not a great person in this episode. There's some funnier people. Okay, we'll get there. I want I want one you to person take in it. particular. Um, I think this is gonna be our classic feud. Actually, I can think of one other person who has like one line, but it's a very good line. But Sean's got great lines in this whole episode. Yeah, but Sean sucks in this episode. He does. I agree. I am not... Let's jump ahead to MVP just real quick. He's not my MVP. Not at all. <laughs> Me neither. But he's really funny. He 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 can be. <laughs> he is really funny this entire episode. Mm-hmm. But he's, again, like, Corey is living his life, doing his thing. Maybe it's not the best thing. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly we see there's some unhealthy... Attachment. Attachments going on here. But he's fine. He's not unhappy with it. And then Sean comes and it's like, no, this isn't what you're supposed to do. And that's what causes the problems. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a classic setup that I'm seeing with this show of just like Corey kind of oblivious and then Sean coming and kind of poking Sean, holes Sean in it. Sean or Eric, but yeah. Sean or Eric coming and poking holes in it. Yeah. And it's just like, Corey was fine. Like, mm-hmm. Now, I do think... He wasn't to, fine. I do think we have to assume that last week's episode with Frankie and, and the beginning of this one... Is all Corey in some kind of like weird phase of denial mm-hmm. where he's just like, no, I didn't break up with Topanga. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, because he certainly acts that way throughout yeah. this episode of just like until the inciting incident. Mm-hmm. But Sean is just like, no, like if you're over Topanga, like you seem to say you are like, yeah, will we go in a double, like have a double date? And um, Corey gives the very good line. Yes. But what will you do? <laughs> I feel like we're starting to see. Corey talking in a way that becomes really classic Corey. Like, just the way he sort of enunciates. Like, yes, but what will you do, Sean? <laughs> just, like, the way he says that is something that's, like, as Ben Savage goes along in the show. Like, when he's trying to say something he knows is funny, he kind of says it that way. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Mm-hmm. We'll have to we'll Like, have he kind of scrunches his mouth up a little bit in the front to sort of say the words. I think that's true. We'll have to watch for it, but... Maybe like an Adam Sandler, almost. Like Adam Sandler light. Sure, without... Like, no, shampoo is better. Sort of like that, but less intense. That was Billy Madison. Oh, that's right. I haven't seen that movie since I was like in high school. <laughs> that's Maybe becoming before. increasingly further and further away from now. Well, that, yeah, that's I mean, that's how time true. works, but <laughs> at this point it's already pretty far. <laughs> but, yeah. All, everything. Everything mm-hmm. you just said. Yes. yes. But Corey and Sean are going on a double date. With Melissa and... Sarah, I think? Someone. I think it's Melissa and Sarah. Could be a Katie. Could just, a, you know, <laughs> standard girl's name. Some girl that Sean's going to mack on. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they're going on a double date. And that's that for that part. Then we jump to Eric. Mm-hmm. This is where the real meat of this is going to come from. Mm-hmm. For because sure. we need to talk about college admissions and how big of a scam the whole thing is. It really is. I mean, like, listen, college was some of the best times in my life. Loved it. Met you there. Had a great time. Gosh, the whole system is a scam. Yeah. <laughs> like, the whole this whole episode is about Sean, or not Sean, Eric getting scammed by, like, a scammer. Mm-hmm. But it's just a smaller time scam than college is really. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest scam. College. Because, like, each one of those applications... 
that he's sending out. And he's talking about sending out 30 or 40 of them. And, I mean, at the end he said he just put together 500. Yeah, each one of those is, like, probably at the time, maybe, like, a $20, like, admission fee. Or, like, just application fee. Mm -hmm. Like, an application fee. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Everyone on your board is millionaires. Like... Yeah, stop this. Everyone on your board is millionaires. You literally, your entire alumni center, unless someone donates the money to a specific thing, is a firm that invests money to invest more money to invest more money to invest more money. And that money, like, you might be thinking, oh, that's to improve the school. That's to do all this. No, it's not. Like, that money is allocated to stay in that system earning money and that the extra doesn't go anywhere. It's just an ever-building number for whatever Why? reason. No reason? Because everything in colleges is allocated, right? So, like, this money is allocated to the sports. This money is allocated to the students. This money is allocated to updates. And, like, most of the stuff, when you're an alumni and you just make, like, lump sum donations, unless you're saying, like, this is for the new building or this is for the... That's how you say it, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you donate money to college because you're, cause if you're, you're donating, pretty hoity-toity. At if, that point. If you are donating money to for-profit colleges, really take a look in the mirror and examine your life, please. Because I don't understand you. Yeah. I mean, fortunately they stopped. But I feel like it was years after I graduated from Oklahoma State that I would get calls like, this is the Alumni Association. Would you consider donating? And it's just like, this. you got how much money from me at that school already? Yeah. I mean, generally about... For a useless degree, honestly, and yeah. you're asking me for more? <laughs> yeah, it's like, at, at OSU at the time we were there, we were paying like six to $8,000 a semester for like a full class load and um, dorm dorm life. It's like, well, not dorm life, like to stay in a dorm, like the actual money spent like on food and... Mm -hmm. That's a whole life. other thing. Yeah, and books. So, but yeah, so generally it was about six to eight thousand dollars a semester and like that's twenty thousand students like all paying that plus all the money they're making for the football games like they're Some not math here. they're not paying um they're not paying their players that are bringing in all that money for those football games like this is a scam people <laughs> like what 120 million dollars a semester just and i i know there's like upkeep costs and you have yeah you, gotta um, pay a faculty. you have to pay the people who work there of course but like and maybe this is just us not knowing these things like how much could that really be i mean it's a state school mm -hmm. so they're getting money from the state like they're getting money from everything books walking parking. on the grass yeah five dollar walking on the grass fee for twenty thousand students uh but i mean books we all know the scam there i did like to walk on the grass there oh i would solely if there was grass next to a sidewalk i would walk on the grass i've paid for this privilege Yes, even after I stopped paying for it. <laughs> I still like to go there and walk on the grass. Yeah, it's true. I don't. It's far. Not that far. It's like an hour. That's too far. <laughs> but I, uh, this whole, like, college thing. Like, I think it's going to be a thing for me in the show just going mm -hmm. on. They like, really push it. They do. And I am all for, like, advancing your learning, going to college, getting things. But, like, man, college is the worst. <laughs> like, just institution-wise. Yeah, yeah, institution-wise. Like, for-profit colleges, they are nickel and dime. I mean, think about parking and enforcement. How much did you pay a semester to park on campus? Like, 240 bucks? Yeah. And, and then if you don't park in the right spot, yeah, ticket. You get a ticket. Um, and then, like, they oversell the amount of spots they have. So you're not even guaranteed a spot. 
with that 240 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's just like every little thing, like they're making money off of dining. Like literally, we had this thing called a meal plan, and this probably exists at your school, but it's basically buying a gift card that you can only spend at OSU. The, putting money on that gift card doesn't get you a discount. It doesn't, like, it's like... If anything, you were charged more. Yes. At anywhere on campus, especially if you were, like, at, like, a... If you needed to go just grab, like, a water bottle. Mm-hmm. You were paying premium prices. You, you were. And it was literally them saying, like, give us $1,500. Okay, what do I get for this? Well, now you can spend this $1,500 anywhere on campus. Couldn't I just spend my $1,500 anywhere on campus before? Yes, but you see... Well, if you have a scholarship, like it could cover that. Yeah, but, if you have a scholarship. But if you don't, then you're just paying money to pay money. Yeah, you're literally buying a gift card. Like, and it, it's the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, And you know the people that worked at those restaurants and stores weren't being paid a lot because I did. And it's like minimum wage. Oh, yeah. And it's like, we're making how much <laughs> doing all of this and we get paid nothing. Oh, man. That which which you worked at... Made bank. It made bank. There were students there all the time getting all the toppings on the sandwiches. Like, yeah. Mm, scam. College, okay. We are not anti-education. We are not anti- Very pro-education. Yeah. We're not anti-intellectualism. We are not, but the pro, system- Pro-intellectualism. Yeah, we are. You're right. But this, the way this is all set up, and just think, I know this is all coming from him talking about- Yeah, we haven't even talked Application about fees. Or he was talking about applications and me thinking about application fees. Just really gets chances go. But, I mean, 20,000 students and our application fees were like 40 bucks. Like, think about that. It's a lot of money. Just for application And fees. that wasn't everybody got accepted. No. And people would have could have applied to multiple schools and maybe applied to our school, paid the fee, didn't end up going. Mm-hmm. It's a racket. Ugh. Is it a racket? I don't. I don't know what a racket is. I've heard the college textbook thing be considered a racket, so that seems like a racket, too. Mm, it's all a racket. Um, yeah. Anyway, I needed to get that all off my chest. So now we can laugh. <laughs> so, you can laugh at us for being ticked. Being ticked at how college is really a scam. Education isn't. The system as it is currently set up is a scam. Knowledge is not a scam. Bettering yourself is not a scam. <laughs> the means by which this occurs and isn't commonly encouraged in our country, pretty scammy. Yeah, it's a scam. Uh, alumni donations, scam. Scam. So, anyway. Welcome to Boy Meets World Fever Scamcast. <laughs> this is a scamcast where we're going to put colleges on <laughs> blast. Yes. Next week, we look at what's another scam. Multi-level extended warranty oh, phone calls. Extended warranty phone calls. <laughs> Do you get many extended warranty phone calls? All the time. That's so funny to me. Because I don't have a car. Have a car. <laughs> Legally not able to drive. Yep. And you get phone calls for your extended warranty. It's true. It's true. Uh, one time I was in an Uber with a guy and he's like, scam callers. I thought he was just going to like hang up. But no, he like pushed the button and he was talking to him like on the Bluetooth speaker in the car. And he was just like giving him fake information. And he's like, oh, thank you, sir. And he's like, you know, I, I think I'm changing my mind. Can I talk to your supervisor? What's your name? And the guy was like, what? And he was like, what's your name? And he's just like, I don't I don't understand. And then he starts speaking another language. I think it was Indian or uh, Hindi, but I'm not sure. Um, and then, like, he's just, he's talking to somebody. And he, like, turns, he, like, his voice, like, turns back to the speaker. He's like, dude, I asked you what your name was. Like, what is it? And he just goes, F you. <laughs> Hangs up. <laughs> Was like that's a preview for our next week's scam cast. 
Yes. Uh, always. Um, so anyway, Eric is reading a college rejection letter that is apparently the meanest spirited. It uh, is. I was like, this is the most poorly phrased thing. Penn State is rude. Um, Eric gets this and he's like, we're pleased to announce. He's like, oh, yes, yes. We're just happy to inform you. This has been our largest enrollment class ever and unfortunately we're not able to fit everybody in yeah he says the the letter reads um we have received your application and we are pleased to announce that Uh we have have received a record number of applications sorry you can't get in it's like what that's no 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 yeah it's bad it's just like in gilmore girls when paris and rory are waiting for their harvard acceptance Mm -hmm. and then paris is just like you know if you don't get it because you get the small packet yeah but if you get the big packet you know you did it yeah and you like it should be obvious yes yes she she blew that one (laughs) um (laughs) harvard doesn't mess around with that um Yes, it should be very obvious from the beginning. Yeah, that this is a rejection. You, we are, we are, we have hit the generation where no one even knows what we're talking about, though. Like most younger people, you just check your application just status online. Uh-huh. Like it'll tell you. Yeah, I mean that's how everything went with my grad school stuff. Yes, it just yeah all came through electronic mail. <laughs> this newfangled electronic <laughs> mail that they got going on here. Yes, check it out. So yeah. Um, it's a weird it's a weird it's weird to think about like no one is gonna get the idea of like waiting for your college acceptance letter anymore mm-hmm. yeah but eric has said he's like 30 40 of these babies and it just rolls right off your back so if he's paying 20 dollars in application fees which i guess we don't know but i think we can, we can safely just assume. safely assume that's like 600 to 800 dollars yeah that he's spent getting rejected from going to school yeah except for one we're about to get into <laughs> That one's apparently 50, but, Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, I don't get, these things are fine. Like my parents, they just get really upset. Mm -hmm. So Feeney is there because they're on the back porch Mm -hmm. and Feeney kind of gives Eric a pep talk for his parents, of course. Yeah. For his parents. Thank you. For, for For my my parents parents. when they hear it because they haven't heard it yet. (laughs) And Feeney's just like, whatever. Okay. He goes in and Corey is sucking some citrus. Mm Mm-hmm. Is this a thing? I've heard of, like, vocalists doing it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Corey's ready to do some kissing. He's, he's, he's ready to do... He's ready to mack on a babe. That was hard for me to say. Yeah, you shouldn't say that ever again. <laughs> um. <laughs> he's wearing an Argyle sweater. Uh-huh, he's looking ready to date. Um, yeah, I guess so. And Eric's teasing him, and he's like... Oh, and then the, the mom, Amy... Uh, the mom... <laughs> Then Amy comes in and she starts teasing him, and he he summons a ghost uh-huh. from the past. One yes. that he's like, oh, oh go ahead. Sorry. No, please. I'm so sorry. I was just talking about him summoning a ghost. No, from the he past. does. So he says, "Why can't you all be like Morgan? She just leaves me alone. <laughs> like she just stays in her room, doesn't interfere with anything." And I was watching. And I was like, "Oh, they mentioned her." And then who should walk down but new Morgan? <laughs> new. Way older, more way older, new, improved. Okay, let's talk about Morgans. I we we haven't gotten to talk about Morgan in a while. We'll yeah. call this the. Uh, Morgan. We have not seen. I mean, we're in episode fourteen of this season. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when the last time we saw old Morgan was. It was in season two. Yeah, it was in season. It two. wasn't the last episode. It was a couple episodes. So we're probably at like sixteen, seventeen episodes without Morgan. Yeah. And there's been some pretty glaring gaps that we've pointed out. Like, what are they doing? Where's Morgan? Yeah, especially New Year's Eve. 
Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's leaving the house except for Morgan. Um, Maybe she was at a friend's house. Yeah. We never said that. I think we actually did bring that idea, but like they don't bring up Morgan mm-hmm. at all. They could have easily been like, oh, and Morgan's at her friend's house. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they were trying not to have a Morgan. Could be. I'm so know. glad they did. I, I loved this scene. I kind of want to go back. I might do this before next week. I'll probably forget. I kind of want to go back when he was taking the family portrait off the wall and see if Morgan was in it. Good question. I don't remember. Beanbag Bagwell. Yeah, that was the Beanbag Bag, Bean Bag Badwell episode. What's that episode called? Um, I don't know. The Last Temptation of Corey. Let me just do a quick look. Why not? We can cut this. They're going to hear the audio from the episode and we're going to get taken down so fast. So fast. You do that. I'll figure out the last time we saw old Morgan. Okay. Three. Hey, Hunter, take this. She's in there. She is in there. Is it old Morgan or new Morgan? Hey, Hunter, take this. Okay. Looks like old Morgan. Okay. All right. Just confirmed. It is old Morgan. She is in the family picture that's above the mantle that Eric takes down to hand to Sean to, to go away. I know she hasn't been in season three at all. Yeah, that's very true. I can't figure out when the last time we see her is, though. I don't know. I don't think Morgan was there in Career Day or Home. I don't remember if she was there in Thriller and Phila. Season 2. I know season 2. The problem is she's credited in all those episodes. Yeah, that's what I was seeing, too. I guess it doesn't really matter. But it's been a long okay. time since we've Let's seen Let's do it. a fresh cut here. So she is not... Adios, Mike. I was talking. <laughs> she is not in any of season two. <laughs> my brain. She is in the family photo okay. above the mantle in The Last Temptation of Corey. She is not in any other episode of season three. Um, she was at some point in the end of season two, but really by season two, she was almost like a one moment, make a little one-off remark and then yeah. just be done. Like this is the most considerable amount of Morgan time that we've had. Oh yeah, nearly the whole show. Yeah, really. Yeah, you. Other can... than like Grandma was a Rolling Stone, I feel like she had a lot of presence in that one, and maybe Risky Business. Yeah, Grandma was a Rolling Stone, Risky Business. Those are great Morgan episodes. But yeah, she she's not. So new Morgan comes down. Mm-hmm. Um, they match. They look pretty well. They uh-huh. age her up quite a bit. However. They never really tell us how young Morgan is. Mm-hmm. They never say her grade. This establishes that she's in third grade. Yeah, so she's eight or nine. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't see a timeline problem here. She mm-hmm. had a growth spurt. Yeah, she just sometimes as you grow, you your how you look changes. Yeah, guess canonically she's been in timeout. She has been in timeout for months, and all she had to look at were um, fashion magazines because she has a very well composed look. Yep. Um, not just a super busy, though I loved old Morgan and her look. Um, this is just like the most not crazy outfit she's ever worn. Yeah. It just looks very much like a 90s little girl clothes. Yep. Like I agree. Eight or nine year old girl clothes. And she's read sassy teen magazines to learn some. Oh, some, I some love new this so much. This is just so great. When Morgan comes down, she's like, So, word upstairs is you got a date. Um, and she just is laying into him. She's like, oh, it's, she, that's the longest time out I've ever had. Yeah. It's like, Morgan, it's been forever since I've seen you. She's like, yeah. I was up in my room for a really long time. <laughs> Which <laughs> is really funny. It's so funny. I was in my room for a really long time. I feel like she just has the chops. 
Yeah. To be this sassy little sister. Yeah. A real Tracy Fletcher, this one. It's it's definitely a more aged humor than Morgan's old humor humor of being like, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a this. A big booger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or go back to camp, loser. Uh-huh. I mean, the delivery just feels very different. Yeah. Like, um, it's still sassy. Mm-hmm. Still sassy, different sort of sassy. Like, I feel like Lily Nixay's, like, delivery, it felt very performative. Like, I'm here for the camera. Like, Mommy, if I put my dolly in the toaster oven because she's warm, like, would that be okay? She's like, no, that's a mistake. Mommy, I made a mistake. Like, it feels very much like she's aware that she's on TV. It's still very good. Uh-huh. Like, I still love all of that. But this feels like she's in the conversation. Yeah. She's the little sister to the big brothers, and they're playing off of each other. Yep. More than, like, I am kind of doing this isolated thing, almost. Yep. Agreed. And she's, uh, like I said, she's very funny. She, uh, when she's like, they're like, Morgan, come with me into the living room. And she's like, but I just got here. Now I have to leave again. <laughs> it's like, it's funny. And it's like, are you here now? <laughs> yeah. No, let's go. Or are you here now? Were you here before? No. Well, you're doing pretty good. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. And even when uh, he's like, we're going on a date. He's like, you're going on a date with that on your nose? Yeah. He's like, what? Oh, it's too easy. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I don't want to watch TV. TV isn't funny. Corey's, Corey's life, life is funny. Yes. So, all great lines. Are you looking up the new I actress? I can't remember name? her name. This is just talking about the character. should say betrayed, portrayed by at the bottom. Oh. Lindsay Ridgway. Lindsay Ridgway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're great in this episode. Lindsay Ridgway. Come on the show. Yeah. You're great in this episode. Come on the show. Um, but yeah, so... Morgan is back. Um, doesn't give us a ton. No, but it's a good bit. Yeah, it's a good bit. It's, it's got some meta humor in it. Mm-hmm. I love a good some good meta humor. Does it feel like they have grown a, gone up a school year without telling us? It sort of does. Yeah. Like they're talking about prom. Yeah. It's like they're just in eighth grade. They're going out on weeknights, apparently. I don't know how eighth graders are going out on weeknights. Mm-hmm. Or at all. I mean, I am almost willing to say that they are they are freshmen. Like, there was just a year that happened that brought them to freshman year now. But it also doesn't make sense because Eric is still there. And at the beginning of this season, he was clearly, like, senior year. Yeah, that's true. So it's like they're trying to pull this over on us as the audience. But us here at Boy Meets World Fever can't let them get away with that. Yeah, and canonically, they are still in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Like, they were clearly in eighth grade at the beginning of this Eighth grade is the only thing that works with Eric there. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what they have to be. They have to be. It just feels so much, especially, I feel like the last two episodes, like the grass is always greener um, and new friends and old. I, I just. Yeah, they just feel older. Yeah. I don't know if there was maybe a hiatus in filming. Yeah, I don't know. But. The, the actors seem bigger. Yeah. Like older. And this plot seems like way more mature for uh, like eighth grade. Yeah. I mean, this isn't Degrassi. Degrassi would handle this, and it'd be way more intense. And Drake would be there. Mm-hmm. Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's it's weird feeling. But yeah, so... Eric- so I am currently, we are this far into my notes. Oh, good. <laughs> not very far. We've had a lot to talk about. We've had a, scams. Watergate. And I'm not going to bring up the college stuff later. Yeah, like I, I mean, we're done to. with it. Well, I have some stuff to talk about, but we'll get there. About college scams? No. You'll just have to wait and see. Okay, I'm excited. He's going to name every college. Every college, starting with... Did you make a rap? 
No. Where he wraps Just the name of every it, college. Just wait for it, please. Just wait for it. But now I want you to wrap the name of every college in triplicate flow. No. Um, I don't even, I don't even, I know what that means, but no, it's not happening. Tweet it, Cameron. There's so many colleges, Chance. <laughs> we would be here forever. You could do only in the state schools. No. If someone wants to give us a lot of money, I'll do that. <laughs> Um, and I'm not talking Bishop Cider Company level of money. I'm talking like Microsoft level of money. Whoa. I mean, there's a lot I do for Microsoft. Amazon though. level. Tesla level. Bitcoin <laughs> level. For one Bitcoin. I will, uh, I'm going to derail us again. Oh, surely not. <laughs> Would you punch your wife in the face as hard as you could for a billion dollars? <laughs> no. Billion with a B. I know that's with a B. That's, that's a comically large amount of money. I can't even fathom that. I feel like if your wife heard you get this offer and you said no, she would punch you in the face for free. Well, here's the thing. It's not real, so it doesn't matter. It does matter. I've just seen it on the internet, people asking that. My sister? No. Oh, maybe. I, well, we could. I'd have a lot of money to repair any damage that might be done. Yeah. I just don't know. <laughs> I'll ask Sarah next time I see her what she how she feels about the situation. Okay. I just don't know if I could bring myself to do it. And I think that says a lot about me in a good way. A billion dollars. You? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You you give, you give would have to give me $100 million, but... I'd give you $500 million. <laughs> Heck, I'll give you $600 million. I never, how, how am I ever going to spend $400 million? Um, Again, you, absurd amounts of money. No yeah. one needs that much. It's just been a thing on the internet. I was curious. Anyway, okay. back to the Stop show. derailing. This is all your fault. All my fault. All your fault. Um, so there's that. Um, oh, so this is when they're like, Eric has to talk to Corey. Mm-hmm. I give him some brotherly advice. And he's like, so he does. she doesn't want to hear about your ex-girlfriend. Well, here's what's crazy. He's like, it's a totally different world now. It's like they were dating five months. Mm-hmm. They made it very clear that it's been five months. Yes. And he's acting like, I've been married to this woman for 30 years. Yeah. Which I realize is kind of funny and kind of how their relationship sort of is feeling to them. Yeah. But it's, again, just like absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And I, I think he's more talking about like your first relationship after your last relationship. Is a whole it's a world. different world. That's true. Like you're experienced now. Like when you went into kissing Topanga, you didn't really know how to kiss. Look at you now. Yeah. All that. So, and then he's like, I got two pieces of advice. One, doesn't want to hear about your ex-girlfriend. Two, and this is the thing that'll really save you. Phone rings. Jody's on the phone. Uh, gotta go. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, it really wasn't that important. <laughs> Coming, Jody. And, and there it is. That's that episode. That's that scene. Um, yeah, it's there. It's good. So then we cut to the after date. the date. There are still the date, but they went to the movies mm-hmm. and they're at Chubby's and Sean and his date are just like. Mackin. Please stop. I beg you. I'll punch you in the face and then give you six hundred billion, six hundred million dollars if you'll just stop saying. That. Wait, I'm getting punched and paid to do something? To stop doing something? Huh? I'll punch you to get you to stop, and then I'll give you some money because you feel bad. Because I feel bad. Okay. A- anyone out there? Literally anyone? You can punch me as hard as you want for six hundred million dollars. What about six hundred dollars? If it's six thousand, I'm in. All right. <laughs> I, I would need at least $1,000. Do you think Ted Cruz has ever thought about something like that as a fundraising option for himself? Like, come and punch me just as hard as you want. And then you pay me money. <laughs> he should. He can do very well. He could get Texas's power grid upgraded. He wouldn't. 
But he could. <laughs> he could. <laughs> you go to Cancun a lot. That kind of money. Um, anyway. So, yeah. Apparently, Corey didn't watch the same movies. Mm-hmm, he then. didn't. Yeah, I, which is just weird. The way he delivers the line, that's the beauty of multiplexes. I don't know. There's something really fake about it. I think that's kind of the point. Uh huh. He's just very uncomfortable. <laughs> He's very uncomfortable. And they sure do let us know. But you know what? If I was in this situation, I would be extremely uncomfortable. Why? Because Sean and his date are just going at it in that booth across from them. And it is incredibly uncomfortable. This is probably something we need to talk about. Where is there this much PDA in your life? Nowhere. I'll, for my anniversary, my wife and I went to a local establishment here in town for brunch. We both noticed and commented and were weirded out by this couple of sitting in a corner booth. And the whole time, the woman had her hand on his chest and was like playing with his hair. And they were like slowly eating brunch. And it was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you know where you are? It is daytime. There are people everywhere. You're right by a window. And what what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, same here. Apparently Chubby's is just, there's no rules. Well, and this is a thing we're going to see a lot in Boy Meets World of just like, really aggressive PDA, especially making out. And it's just like... I mean, pretty much exclusively making out. Yeah. But not like... Like you just said, like nothing like that, where they're like laying on the chest and Mm -hmm. playing with the hair. It's like... It's like exclusively making out. And like... So I have seen in public people make out like four times. And the reason I know that is because every time I took note of it because it was so bizarre. Uh Uh-huh. But on this show, it's like constant yeah like everywhere and it's just normal like yeah of course you go walk in there and see them making out why wouldn't you i'm just like is that a thing like maybe maybe it's an east coast thing i don't if you're listening and this seems normal to you please let us know yeah because the pda is just like like, i mean i have no problems with affection like yeah like give your spouse a kiss in public sure but like full-on making out like when i worked at hastings there would be occasionally like some younger people that would come in and they would be like so hormoned up they couldn't keep their hands off of each other like i saw it a few times but each time it was notable Mm -hmm. (laughs) like because it was so out of the blue and weird and made everyone uncomfortable maybe we're just a couple of prudes but i don't think so no, it, it's just uncomfortable for yeah, everybody else. Extremely. So no wonder Corey's like the that's the that's the beauty of megaplexes, multiplexes, multiplexes. Yeah, Phantom of the Megaplex. I. That's a good one. Phantom of the Megaplex is good. I guess I have like heard people making out in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. A lot. So movie theaters is a different. You thing. get a pass. Yeah, but like Chubby's. You're in Chubby's. It's bright. There's people school? everywhere. We get school later mm-hmm. with Topanga and Blonde Nobody. And Sean and his date from tonight. Yeah. Like, were people just making out in the hallways of just your school? all the time. So, yeah, he, his, that's the beauty of multiplexes. And she, he's like, we're not, we weren't going to talk while we watched the movie. She's like, there's other things we could have done. As they see. It's like, I guess, that, I mean, that's true. Fair point. Um but yeah, but then the girls go off and Sean's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you're on a date and the point of dates are kissing. Yeah. Apparently. Like plain and simple. Like if you're not kissing, you're not dating. Which explains a lot for Sean and his relationship problems. Yeah. <laughs> Is this where he says, I'm on a date. What are you on? No, you're on the lecture circuit. Yeah. Um, Sean can't hear himself kiss. Sure. Whatever. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's this whole 
I don't know. It's this whole thing. It's mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah. And I mean, there, there's this whole plot that when I think about this episode, it's like this is what most of the episode is in my mind looking back. And we're like at the halfway point of the episode, not here where we're talking, but like this is resolved by the halfway point of the episode. Yeah. Pretty this much. isn't this isn't a big thing. But Corey, he's like, you have until the doorstep to kiss her. Make sure you do so. And then he gets to the doorstep. He's like, well, here we are at the doorstep. And then he shakes her hand. Yeah, and then he shakes her hand. This is where Sean gets really funny. I think he's funny in that first scene. But when he, when Corey shows up and goes up to Sean in the next scene. He like looks at him. And he's like, you shook her hand? How can you tell? It's written all over your unkissed face. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Uh, oh, and Sean is also... I think it's the scene before this when they're talking in the booth. They're like, why do I have to kiss her? And he's like, it's why we got out of the trees, man. <laughs> Sean has a one-track mind. It's why we got out of the trees and... I see it all over your unkissed, unkissed face. <laughs> it's, man, Sean is funny. He really is. Mm-hmm. Um... um but in between those moments, the unkissed face and the shaking of the hand, we get Eric comes into the cafeteria. I did not write anything down about this scene. I forgot Just that Just jubilant. Goes yeah. over to Turner and Eli and Feeney. And he's like, guess what, everybody? Like, I got into college. What's the name of his college? Boris. Boris College. BC. BC. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, just telling everybody. And... He's like, Mr. Feeney, when Boris and Notre Dame play each other, you're going to be right there on the 50-yard line with me. And then as he walks off, Eli's just like, I'll take Notre Dame by 60. <laughs> Which is when I was like, Eli MVP? I think it's his one line. Yeah, it's <laughs> it so funny. Not even like, mm, that's messed up, or like, oh, I'm worried about him. Like, I take Notre Dame by 60. I also think Turner's face every time he says the word Boris is really funny. <laughs> Boris? So this brings us... To what I had. Because clearly, Boris is meant to be a fake-sounding school name. But then I looked up some other fun names of colleges. Like Duke? Well, I didn't write Duke, because that's in the episode. But these are some that are pretty funny. Okay. Um, and these are real. Um, Hamburger University. I want to go there. It's a training program that is an actual university for higher-up McDonald's employees. Oh. Hamburger University. Um, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Wonderful. <laughs> Makes sense. Beijing Normal University. Is that in America? I think it's in Beijing. Oh, okay. Um, the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. This one's a personal favorite, and most people have probably heard of this one, and it's just Ball State. Ball State, yeah. I knew that I think one. it's in Indiana. Philander Smith College. Ooh. This one we both know, but it is really funny when you think about it. The Colorado School of Mines. Yeah. We have one here in Oklahoma. I didn't write this down, but Oral Roberts University. Yeah. The, in uh, in the town right north of us, more there's Randall University, Ooh, which isn't fun. all that much worse than Boris. Boris, yeah. There's some... Mm, yeah. Not great. So, so I just wrote down some fun college names. Yeah. Randall. So Boris doesn't seem impossible. Does Dove Chocolate have a I want to go there. I think it's like a super Christian fundamentalist. Like, oh, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so lots of fun college names. University of Central Oklahoma. <laughs> That's where I go. Um, yes, it's not that funny. But colleges. There's a lot of them. <laughs> there and are some weird names and some normal names like Beijing Normal University. Beijing Normal University, the most normal of names. <laughs> 
We're not weird. <laughs> We're not. This is just a normal university. It was hard to put that list together because it was a lot of, I was like, weird college names. And it was like mascots that were weird, which is another thing entirely. But I not just, really what we want to get into. I just recently learned what the mascot of the college I graduated from was. What? The Ragin' Cajuns. Oh, wow. So there we go. That's something. Yeah. So was it like Gambit? No, their, their on-field mascot is a cayenne pepper. Well, like that's a, good. Like, a, like an anthropomorphic cayenne pepper. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's like right up your alley. It, it, it fits for me. You know, if you're going to go to a school with a mascot, it's going to be a pepper, but not the bad for you kind. That yeah, would but, kill you. Yeah, I can't really do red cayenne very well either, but... Ah, rats. I mean, but it's 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 closer to a habanero. It's in the, it's in the wheelhouse. Um, yeah. But so. Eric's going to Boris College. He's going to Boris. And the teachers are all concerned. They're all... The, the three of them are very concerned. All three teachers in the school. Mm-hmm. And that's when we get the, it's written all over your unkissed face. Mm-hmm. And we also learned that their date was last night. Mm-hmm. So they just, on a Went Wednesday night. Who knows how long. Yeah, it was dark when Eric when Eric got his rejection letter. It was dark. Yeah. We're probably, we're on episode 14. New Year's was three-ish episodes ago. Probably in February. In Pennsylvania, it gets dark, I guess pretty early. But still. They're not going out to the movies till probably six or seven. Yeah, they're going to a movie, hanging out at Chubby's, like because we're in February now and it's not dark, full dark till seven. Yeah, yeah. I mm, irresponsible. I do not understand why they can't just make this a weekend thing. But anyway, and they're going yeah. out again on, the next night on this next night. Yes, because Melissa mm-hmm. comes over and it's like Corey had such a great time. Well, let's do Sean real quick. Oh yeah, this is also funny. He's like, he's like, you were never gonna see this girl again. You didn't kiss her. Mm-hmm. Like, you just shook her hand. She's never gonna want to see you. So you're gonna have to move on with a different girl. And then, and then up walks Melissa. Corey, I had a great time last night. We should go out again. Yeah, any guy would have kissed me, but you didn't, and I like that. Yeah. And then Sean's just like, everything I've ever believed is wrong. Yes. I must try this handshake. And then. The girl comes over and he's like, girl. It's the girl from the night before. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Can I shake Sarah your hand? Sarah or... Kelly? Kelly. From Justin to Kelly. Sure. It could be any name. Uh, can't be Topanga. No. Like, can I shake your hand? He looks at Corey like, I'm going to do it. And, and then, then he shakes her hand and then they kind of look at each other and he pulls her in. and They start kissing. Kissing in school. Yeah. With the teachers 30 feet away. Yeah. Um, and then he just stops. He's like, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Does this work great? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, then we cut to it's the date that night, and they get back to the doorstep. Yeah. And he's like, well, what a great movie. Yeah, at least we watched the same one this time. Be nice if we sat in the same row next time. He's like, oh, that person in front of me was tall or whatever. I was like, you can't ask a man, to, you shouldn't ask a man to take his turban off. Uh, yes. Which is true. You shouldn't. It's true. Good, it's true. good on you, Corey. Um, it's probably the most sensible thing you've said this entire episode. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. You should not ask a man to take his turban off. Uh, and she's like, "Well, it's the end of the second date. It'd only be right. We took the next step." Yeah. He's like, uh, "Meet your parents. Anybody? Everybody decent?" <laughs> he just walks in the front, which is the most terrifying idea for me, Chance mm-hmm. Anderson. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a crazy thing, no matter who you are. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. Um, is the do we have another Eric scene now? Um, not yet, because then he goes, Corey goes to... Chubby's. Chubby's. Yeah. And, and he's Sean. He's like, you met her parents. How do you do that? 
Um, How do you not kiss her? <laughs> and then it kind of gets into the thing where Corey's like, maybe I'm not over Topanga. Like, this is harder than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's feeling the same way. I just know it. And then they kind of turn around and Topanga's really close to a guy. Yeah, making out with a dude. And then just goes and kisses him. And it's like, looks like a pretty big, big thing. And then Corey's just like, kind of loses it. And yeah. she just picks him up. and to- Or for, he's talking to them and he's like, I'm, I must be dreaming. Pinch me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Pinch me. Not on the butt. Sorry, it was just right there. <laughs> Sean is funny in this episode. I'm telling you. Yes, that is funny. Um, and he's like, yeah, he picks him up. He takes him to Turner's apartment. First time we see Turner's apartment in this episode, mm-hmm. and only. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do when you go back? I'm gonna tell her if she keeps kissing guys, then it's it's over. It's already over. <laughs> like, this is the thing. You're seeing this really." terrible possessiveness from Corey. Yeah. It's it's a really it's not unrealistic. Mhm. It's not good though. No, it's not good. It's not good, but it's also like you know, you're young, you've never broken up before, you don't know how to handle it. Like you've basically been denying it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like don't get me wrong. I hate Corey in this episode. I'm not trying to defend him too bad. I get it. I don't want to give him too hard of a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this part is kind of understandable. Yeah. The conversation he has with Topanga later yes. is, like, way too much. And it's like, hold your horses there. Yes. Uh, but yes. Um, and he's just like, Corey, it is over. And he's like, well, if she can, then I can. I'm going to go do what I should have done a long time ago. Yeah. And she, he just storms out. He storms out. He goes and kisses Melissa. Yeah. It, it, it's, a pretty, it's pretty funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, he's like, something we should have done. Feeling sparks between us, and we just need to see. So he kisses her, and they come apart. And he's like, "Nothing." He's like, "Well, see you at school." Yeah, she's less like, "Oh well." Yeah, it's fun. Um, my best year, folks. Yeah. And then he runs <laughs> off in like the most cartoonish way, and I wrote down like, "Man, Corey's crazy." Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the next scene is Eric and the girl at school, right? Mm. Apparently, no. I wrote down nothing about Eric's. Plotline. Apparently not. Um, no, it's not. Because there's only really one more Boris College scene. Um, but it's Corey and Topanga and her boyfriend. Her oh, in, yeah, in the hallway of the Whatever school. Whatever his name is. And he, Because Sean's like, well, at least now you've kissed a girl, and when you see Topanga kissing a guy, you're not going to go bonkers. And then he sees her kissing him in the hallway. Of the Again, school. enough. And <laughs> Corey goes and jumps on his back. <laughs> he's like, bonkers, bonkers, bonkers. Uh-huh. Jumps on his back, and he's like, chicken fights, me and Nick. Who's, who's against us? Yes. And uh, and he's like, you must be the old boyfriend. How did you know? It's like, they're the only ones that jump on my back. Which I'm just like, so this has happened to you before, Nick? Yeah. Is this, is this typically how your life goes? You just date around and get old boyfriends jumping on your back? He's got the same haircut. As every other person but Corey? <laughs> As Sean and Eric and the dumb guy from the dance. What is the middle part. It's coming back. Well, apparently, Gen Z loves the middle part. I'm not a fan. But this myself. is like the curtained middle part. Like, I don't even think Gen Z's doing it, are they? I don't know. It looks very much like a K-pop kind of haircut. Yeah, it does. Which, that's a big... Big um, influence on influence. culture. Yes. I was just doing K-pop dance. Okay. And that's... I, I saw that. I mean, I feel like you were feeling it. Yeah. Um... So he just walks away, and they have a fight. Like, uh-huh. It's just like, Topanga's like, Corey, I don't want to have this conversation right now. Which she shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, she's within her rights to be like, no. Well, because um, 
Corey's like, or the bell rings. She's like, I got to get to class. He's like, when you were my girlfriend, you would have been a few minutes late. And she's like, well, I'm not your girlfriend. And he's like, well, maybe we shouldn't be friends anymore either. Yeah, it's just so dumb. Because he's explaining like, well, I saw you at Chubby's, blah, 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 blah. And she's just like, well, I didn't expect, I didn't mean for you to see that. I was like, then why are you kissing a guy in the only restaurant in Philadelphia that that everybody goes to? Knowing Sean is there, so Corey will inevitably show up. Mm -hmm. It's like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, and it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's so dumb. So, so dumb. Um, yeah, it just Corey feels, like, so possessive. Yeah. And, and again, first relationship doesn't didn't really real didn't really think about what moving on would look like i mean he's not good it's bad i can see it but uh then he's in the kitchen no then we have the boris college stuff of course of you course just, we did do. you even watch this episode i, <laughs> I think it's when you were texting adam our friend adam well, sent us a message during the episode a couple times. I don't have much. Didn't have much to say about the. Boris I love the Boris College stuff. Do not get me wrong. I think this whole episode should have been an Eric-focused episode on Boris. <laughs> Just on like colleges and scams and like Eric's like roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. I would have much rather seen Eric get that diploma and like his face get sullen. Mm-hmm. because he realizes everything, then I would have it Corey jumping on anyone's back. Yeah, I don't need that. I want this to be... In the prom fashion fest. No, thank you. I want this to be an Eric episode because Corey's, Corey's whole thing is trash. Mm-hmm. But I also think that the Eric plot is so vanilla that like... I don't get me wrong, I liked this episode, but... Vanilla is a very complex and good flavor. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's talking to this girl and she's like... I should apply there. We could party together. No, I don't know. Boris is much of a party school. We could study together, though. And she's like, oh, that'd be nice. Uh-huh. And Turner, like, kind of sees this and goes over. And Eli and Feeney are there. And he's like, I called the National, National Registry. Registry of Colleges. And there's, they've never heard of a Boris College. Oh, that's what I thought. I was uh, hoping I was wrong. And, and Turner's just like, but come on, Boris. <laughs> hey. Philander Smith University. Philander's okay. Yeah, and I don't think Boris is that much different than Randall. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so they're like, someone's got to tell him. Someone's got to tell him. Oh, I know. George will do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so Feeney goes and he's talking to Eric about it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And he's like explaining to Eric how it's a scam. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm no brain surgeon, but actually, according to Boris, I am. Yeah, they send him a diploma. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but he's just like, everyone was talking about colleges and I just like wanted to be a part. Yeah, I got to be a part of it. Uh-huh. Which is, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. When everyone's doing something and you get to be a part of it. Um, you get kind of swept up in it. Yeah. And they have a, they have a cute moment where Feeney is just like, it's that very spirit of going to college that might get you there. Oh, Feeney. And. You and your college drum. And he's like, but come on, Boris and Eric. <laughs> Eric. I forget. He's, he's like, you think that's bad, Mr. Feeney? Oh, right. See that girl over there? She she thinks she got into some school called Duke. <laughs> you want to tell her or should I? That is very funny, though. Yeah. Um, school called Duke. And then it cuts to the fashion show. No, then it cuts to the kitchen. <laughs> Dang it. Chance didn't actually watch this episode. Um, we watched it together. Because this is such a funny thing that I think about a lot. Is the bear dying? The bear. 
So Corey's like taking all of his mementos of Topanga and trashing them. This is the one that if it was made in the modern day would have be soundtracked by driver's license. Yes. <laughs> For better or worse. <laughs> driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo. Because he reads the letter and it's like, love always, Topanga. He's like, always is pretty short these days. And he throws it in there. in there. And then I thought of the line from Driver's License that's like, I haven't heard the song enough to know the exact line, but it's like, I guess forever that you wrote about in that song, you didn't mean it or whatever. The line is, guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. Yeah. Thank you. Because oh, you said forever and now I and drive, I drive alone. alone past your street. There it is. There it is. Olivia Rodrigo, come on the show. Sure. I don't know why, but we'll take it. Why would you? Uh, Sabrina Carpenter yeah. is involved in that whole thing, and she's on Girl Meets World. There's sure. a connection. We'll talk to her someday. Probably not. <laughs> Most likely not. Should we tell her that Skin is not a good song? Someone needs to. I mean, it's got an okay beat, but that's, that's it. That's about it. This has been um, What's Happening in Music a few <laughs> weeks ago. Not really anymore by the time this comes out with Chance and Cameron. Driver's License is still the number one song in the country by a healthy margin. It's, it's all right. It's, I don't hate it. It's fine. But Corey would definitely be listening to it mm-hmm. if this was Absolutely. <laughs> um, um, but he then he has this stuffed bear, and it says, I love you very much whenever you squeeze it. And he's like, oh, yeah? Well, I got a crush on you. And he puts it in the trash compactor. That I guess Alan kept that trash compactor that he got for Amy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he closes the trash compactor and pushes the button, and you just hear... I love you, babe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they programmed in a depth sound for the bear, apparently. <laughs> You're about to give the MVP to this bear. <laughs> yes, the bear is the MVP. Um, and then Amy and Alan come running downstairs like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then they open the trash compactor. And it's just the bear in this little cube. Yeah, it's a perfectly like, stuffed cube. <laughs> Not how trash compactors work. No. But it's very funny. Like, the bow is there. Yeah. Oh. They're like, didn't Topanga give you this? And he's like, no. She said stuff, but she didn't really mean it. <laughs> so petty. Yeah. And then they they have a heart-to-heart, like, Topanga's moving on. You will, too. And he's like, what if I don't move on? What if Topanga's my right person? And they're like, and by dating other people, you'll know that. Me and your mother broke up two, three, four. Once. <laughs> Yeah. One time. Yeah, once. <laughs> um, but they're kind of just like, if you really think she's the one, like you don't want to throw away like the best part of your relationship, which is your friendship. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, makes sense if he's like, I'm destined to be with Topanga. You shouldn't go and torpedo yeah. any relationship that you have with her. Um, and then Corey gazes off into the middle ground, yeah, um, eating some cake, kind of thinking about it. <laughs> this chocolate cake is never eaten. He just... Taps it with a fork. Yeah, you know it's not real. <laughs> He's just tapping this cake with his fork thinking. I remember very much being like... <laughs> All three times I watched it, I was like, that chocolate cake, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so now we go to the prom thing? Now we go to the prom <laughs> thing. Now we go to the prom thing. It's prom fashion fest. As we talked about one and one half hours ago... <laughs> Really? We didn't talk it at the very, very beginning, but a long time ago, we mentioned that it was prom fashion fest. Yeah, so... At least an hour ago. We'll cut out a lot of this. We've got a whole section where we looked up stuff about Morgan to cut out. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah, so the, Topanga's there. Her hair looks great. 
dress looks great. Yeah, Topanga's um, looking good. Turner is hosting for some reason. For some reason, but he's really funny. He's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, but honestly, what Turner says here makes me think of my dad. Just when he, Turner goes out, and he's like introducing the thing, and he's like. Here's the prom fashion fest. I'm going to be your host for this evening. Mrs. Whoever couldn't make it because she's at home hacking up all kinds of good stuff. Lucky her. Lucky her. I feel like saying something like that is like something my dad would say. Just like hacking up all kinds of good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just like such a interesting way to put it. Yeah. And I think it was very funny. It's like if you uh, see anything you like, there's order forms over there that you can order them for your kids. And if you have any questions, well, don't ask me because this is the nicest thing I own. Uh, and Topanga's mm-hmm. like, I don't think Corey's coming. Oh, Matthews will come through. Yeah, Matthews will never let you down. And then Topanga pauses and gazes into the middle distance as well. Yeah. A lot of middle distance gazing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then we cut and all that stuff happens with Turner. Cut back. And Topanga's the last person in there. Corey isn't there. She throws away her corsage. Is that what you call mm-hmm. it? Thank Good you. job. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very proud of you. I've now graduated. You get your driver's license. I get my driver's license. Just like you always talk. <laughs> That's the only lines I can remember. It doesn't mean I have to drive alone past your street. Mm-hmm. No more. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Sad. Um, and then right as she throws away the corsage, Corey shows up. And he's still being kind of petty. Mm-hmm. He's still being very standoffish. This isn't like a sweet moment yet. But no, he's we like, don't really have it. But he's like, oh, come on, let's go. I said I'd be here. Yeah. So I'm here. Oh, thank you, Corey. And so kind. And, I mean, she's just like, wait, I want to talk to you. She's like, I don't like that you said that. And he's like, I don't like that you were kissing another dude. She's like, uh, and she's like, well, th- what are we supposed to do? Not that to pay. <laughs> not, but- not, not enjoy your life and do what everyone else is doing. You're supposed to wait until I die. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm supposed to see other people. You're supposed to wait until I die. Patriarchy much? Anyway. Um, mm. Get him. <laughs> And uh, then they start joking, and she starts laughing a little bit. And he's like, you know what I said about us not being friends? I don't want that. She's like, me neither. And then they uh, Turner comes in, tells another killer joke. <laughs> yeah. And there's a woman out there who wants to buy my clothes. <laughs> and that's the nicest thing he owns. <laughs> yeah. What kind of event is this? Wanting to buy his clothes. I think that's the joke. I, I think that's a little one for the adults there. Oh, uh, yeah. Good one. Mark Jacobs. A little spike in the uh, punch, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I, oh, don't, don't mind if I do. <laughs> and she's like, I'm glad you're here. And he's like, I'll always be there for you. And then they go, and there's literally three other couples standing on the stage. Yeah. It's like, what even is this event? Yeah. Why are there literally just four dresses and four tuxedos? Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's over now. That's the whole event. And the whole episode. We get a freeze frame at the end of the catwalk. Mm-hmm. We're done. We get a nice tag at the end. Yep. Where Eric is filling out college applications. He's like, I'm not going to be brought down by this. Apparently I have unlimited resources. Yes. <laughs> and every rejection I'm sending out five more applications. And Morgan is there doing her applications too. And he's like, why? You're in third grade, which helps us age Morgan. Yep. Which I think is the first time it's really aged Morgan. Yeah. To say she's in third grade. But she's like, well, Corey said if they let you into college, anybody could get in. Yeah. So it's nice to see that she cuts both ways. It's true. And she does, he goes, isn't it time for you to bother someone else? And she like looks at a fake watch and she's like, you're right. Oh, Corey, I'm in your room. And I just thought, isn't Corey's room also Eric's room? (laughs) It's just really funny. 
Yeah. Morgan. Uh, she runs off and Feeney comes in. Mm-hmm. And he gives Eric a recommendation letter that Eric kind of reads, sort of skims. Yeah. He's just like, Eric Matthews, enormous potential. Someone I'd, someone bet, I'd bet on. And he's just like, Mr. Feeney, I don't know what to say. Uh, well, it's okay, Mr. Feeney. I meant every word of it. So he's like, word. no, <laughs> I just sealed 500 envelopes. <laughs> and it's so funny because typically I feel like William Daniels is just... The consummate professional. Yeah. But you see at the very end, he breaks. Yeah. Like the split second before they cut. You just see where he just like starts to lose it. Yeah. As Eric lifts up this giant tray of 500 envelopes. And they just sort of fall over the table. And then Feeney's just kind of (laughs) like... And then starts laughing. Yeah. So... This is why they are middle class, because Eric spends all of their money applying for colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's the end. That's, that's the end it, of the episode. That's it. Um, what'd you rate it? I gave it an 8. I gave it a 7.5. I think it works all together. Upon analysis, we're, we talked a lot about it, but there's not much here. There's really not. Like, it's not much of an episode. Um, it's finally a continuation of the Cory and Topanga thing, mm-hmm. which we didn't get last week, like, at all. <laughs> We didn't even acknowledge they were a couple at any point last week. A couple or not a couple. Yeah. Um, a couple of people. And it, so it, it continues that storyline. It's got some sweetness. There's some funny. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's not great. It, it's it's pretty middle middle lane, I think, um, with some treats in it. So I gave it 7.5. Okay. I can be convinced to go lower, probably not be convinced to go higher. That's fair. Um, MVP's next. Who did you say? I actually think Turner. <laughs> <laughs> I think Turner only has like three scenes, but I think between facial reactions, like jokes he tells, and the stuff at the uh, the stuff fashion at the show. fashion show, I think he's the most standout character. Mm. I said Eric or Morgan, just because I've missed Morgan. I feel like she really brought it in this episode. Yeah, she was in only one less scene than Turner. It's true. I just feel like there's not a lot of substance to what she did. It's true. I'd give it to Turner. Yeah. I can't give it to Eric because... Yeah, on our talking, I don't feel like he was much a part of the episode. Yeah. The situation was funny. The situation was funny. And I always... If there's an MVC, a most valuable couple, it's Eric and Feeney. I love every time Eric and Feeney... Eric and Feeney's whole energy is very good. Yes. The relationship between those two is maybe my favorite relationship of the entire show. Yeah, at least at this point, yeah. Like, their relationship right now Mm -hmm. is... Maybe my relationship. Their relationship will change later, but yeah. So if there's a most valuable couple, I'd give it to Eric and Feeney. Um, but I, it was just so nothing. I didn't care. And Turner's was nothing too. Don't get me wrong. But he was just charismatic. I liked Turner's. I'm not <laughs> giving up all kinds of good stuff. I'm not Lucky giving her. it to Nick. I'm not giving it to Sean. I'm not giving it to Corey. I'm not giving it to Topanga. So Amy. Yeah. Alan. Eli. Eli's one line. Eli's one line. I take Notre Dame by 60. <laughs> I take Notre Dame by 60. I think, like, my my order would be Turner, Morgan, Eli. <laughs> Everybody else at the bottom. Yeah. yeah um, I'll take it. We can give it to Turner. Turner it is. He hasn't gotten one in a while. And what did you name this one? I said, Boy Meets the Parents. Which Ooh, is such a good. small part, but it's really funny. Mine is kind of like that. It's because Corey's is nothing. <laughs> but mine is mm-hmm. Coy, boy meets jumping on backs. Mm-hmm. It could be boy meets Morgan again. Ooh, yes, that I feel is like it. that's what it has to be. Boy meets Morgan again. Love it. Take. Mm. Sure. <laughs> All right, know. and there you have it. That's we did it miraculously somehow. 
we talked about another episode of Boy Meets World. Yeah. It, it, it looked kind of dicey there at the beginning. <laughs> I really wasn't sure we were going to make it, but we really pulled it together. Everyone hit their spots and was able to perform at a high level. We got through Morgan Geddon. We got through College Admission Gate. <laughs> <laughs> we got through so much PDA. So much PDA. This is just going to be a thing in the show that we just have to accept that people Absolutely make out is. in public in we this can't, world. We can't every single episode because from here on out, next yeah. episode, lots of it. Yeah. It, it happens a lot. If you are out there and in your town it was just normal to go to a restaurant and see like high school students making out, let us know. Because that is just not our experience. Like I've lived in college towns. I've lived in big cities. I've lived in small towns. And like you, people just don't make out where everyone can see them. No, no, they don't. But if, if we're wrong, let us know. Now we have some listener mail. Well, not mail, but yes. Listener listening. We, we, have, uh, we have some Twitter stuff. <gasps> Twitter stuff. Twitter stuff. Twitter stuff. We're getting in some Twitter. Twitter stuff. Is this the song you're doing? Sure. Um, man, the girls, Jess and Sarah, they're great. Tweeting, twoting, tweeting, Twitter stuff. Agreed. Um, let me find this these tweets. Okay, so Dark Order number 69 has been following us now. Um, he's binging our show, so thank you very much. Yeah. Um, we appreciate the listens. Um, but he was listening to our Pokemon episode. What a great whirlwind. Um, he, he's got two things. One... He wants to know, he's like, binge listening to Boy Meets World Fever podcast. Uh, can't wait to hear their cover, coverage of my favorite episode, Thrilla and Phila. Huh. Um, which is, we did that one Charlie, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's a good episode. But he said, however, if the title isn't, if they don't title the episode Boy Meets Vader Time, uh, I'm going, I'm going to have words. I don't remember what we named that one. Mm, let me go take a look. And I might not have it here. Thrilla and Phila. I said Boy Meets Robert Goulet because I was just so in on it, but I don't think we named it that. <laughs> no. I feel like, is that the first episode with Griff? Um, no, it can't be. second. Yeah. We didn't call it Boy Meets Vader time. No. We can correct that because Vader comes back in another episode. Yeah. There is actually another episode I would rather give Boy Meets Vader Which I feel time like on. is more the most Vader. Yeah. It's definitely the most Vader we get. All right. And this is his one about our Pokemon crossover episode. It's three tweets. So. Three a triple tweet um just got to the pokemon crossover of bg world fever and i gotta say i'm kind of disappointed in some of these selections which that's fine like we are nothing if not disappointments (laughs) uh it's so true i would have given sean an arcanine which i don't i don't understand why is there something about sean and arcanine that just connects in your mind I mean, he's a really cool Pokemon. Arcanine's awesome. He's got good hair. Yeah. Sean has good hair. I can see it. Um, and Eric, who I think for us, Eric was an electric-type trainer. I thought it was water-type. Yes, water-type, because he had a Milotic. Mm-hmm. Um, we could be wrong. He's like, should have had a Slowpoke or a Slowking, because he's dumb. Well, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I originally thought Fire for TK because of her fiery personality, but I'm also okay with what she got, because we gave her Fairy, because she's like trying to be girly, um, but isn't. Um, but this is the one that I just have a disagreement on. He's like, I don't think Turner would have a Houndoom. I could see it for Harley. Turner's whole thing is a biker. There is no more biker Pokemon than Houndoom. Yeah. Literally, Houndoom's Mega Evolution basically is a motorcycle. So cool. Um, and now I get it that it's more of a a darker, edgier... Yeah, Yeah, Turner doesn't have that vibe. Yeah. But 
I feel like with the with the leather jacket and the shades, <clears throat> I feel like he kind of could do it. Mm-hmm. I agree. It would work for Griff as well. It Not would. Griff. Harley. Harley. Yeah. Um, and then he says, um, you guys can make an evil team. Maybe Griff is the leader. That's a fun idea. Yeah. And then um, maybe since um, every later game has other powerful trainers, maybe we could do... Uh, what about Janitor Bud being one of those trainers? I feel like he would have a couple Clef Keys. Which Clef Key is a key ring Pokemon, so it's very funny. Um, and a stun, uh, stun Fisk, which is basically like supposed to look like a puddle that people accidentally step on. And then it, mm-hmm. then it gets them. So I like that one, That's too. That's very fun. That, both of those are great. And Minkus would definitely be another one of those strong trainers. But I won't get into his team. So Absolutely. I think the thing with Minkus not even being on there is because we were in season two. Mm-hmm. So we didn't include Minkus. Yeah. All wonderful suggestions. All wonderful suggestions. Um, I feel like Minkus would have science-y Pokemon, like Reuniclus, the Cell. Oh, yes. The Cell Pokemon. Um, I'm just saying like that would be his like main Pokemon is Reuniclus. Because what a cool Pokemon. Maybe like a Soul Rock for like astronomy. Magnezone. Oh, Magnezone. That's a good one. Like, for the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Just, like, each one, like, maybe... I was thinking what, like, a nerd character yeah. archetype in that game uses. Yeah. I, I just think it would be, like, like like Magnezone for mechanics. Soul Rock for, like, astronomy. Um, Reuniclus. Because, like, cells and cell division. That's its whole thing. Um, so, yeah, like, science-y Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mewtwo. <laughs> Made in a lab. Sure. Maybe cast form. No, no. Mewtwo. <laughs> Uh, Doesn't make any sense for him to have Mewtwo, but he does. <laughs> Minkus has Mewtwo. Uh, Who do you think invented the Master Ball? When Minkus disappears in time, he finds Dialga, the time dragon. <laughs> it only makes sense. Um, man, I kind of miss our Boy Pink's World Pokemon crossover episode. Maybe we'll come back to it someday. Maybe we will. Maybe we can just like... Give the new characters Pokemon in like a short episode. Mm. Like, what's Eli? What's Eli's Pokemon looking like? Something awesome. Do we need to give Vader Pokemon? Halucha. <laughs> yeah. And Halucha. Yeah, Halucha. Yeah, Halucha. That's the Mexican wrestler one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who am I? Hariyama. Hariyama. That's basically what we gave Frankie. Yeah, we gave Frankie Hariyama. <laughs> I don't think we gave him Halucha. I think we did. Actually. Oh, didn't we? <laughs> Frankie's just got the same team as his dad. Mm-hmm. And his dad also has Grand Bull. Ooh, that would be a good one for him. Because the his whole dog team actually. Oh, oh, oh! And his uh, main one is Furfro. Just this poodle. <laughs> Very ferocious. Very ferocious. Well, thank you. I've forgotten your Twitter name. I apologize. Give me a sec. This is awkward. Dark Order number sixty nine. <laughs> nice. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for. Uh, those takes. Um, if you guys have any takes about Pokemon or... Or anything. Maybe you're like, no, I think colleges are good. Don't add us on that one. You don't want to bring that fight to chance. You will not win. I, I think colleges are good. I just think that for-profit colleges That's cause more a lot what of I problems. Meant. Again, college was a great time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us about college admissions. Tell us about anything really Mm -hmm. i feel like there's something i asked at the beginning of this and i've totally forgotten what it is but that's okay it was before we did anything you said this is my question and did you date on weeknights a lot i don't think that was it no it wasn't so if you remember and you tweeted at us you win a special prize our lasting admiration (laughs) or undying gratitude and a handshake but no kiss no 
No. Also, we, probably no handshake because COVID. We might meet your parents. Could be fun. It could be fun. Um, Did we say thank you to Dizzy Parker? We haven't. Thank you to Dizzy Parker for the use of our theme song. You can find the full video that the song comes from in the description of the episode. And from there, all the other wonderful things that he does. Yep. There's links. Links about. Links galore. Uh, we're so glad to have an actual theme song. Uh, we've had it for over a season now. Mm-hmm. So. Big stuff. Big stuff. We've now had more episodes with a theme song than we had without, I believe. Wow. I believe. I could be wrong. He could be wrong, but still, wow, that will someday be true if it's not already. So, uh, thank you, Dizzy Parker. And, uh, yeah, tweet at us at BG World Fever and BG World Fever at gmail.com. Um, Cameron donated to uh, Food and Shelter for Friends, like we said. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't value your reviews. So do please continue to send them in. Yeah. And thank you all for listening. We've gotten a lot of new listeners lately. Yeah. It's um, been cool. So if you got here, uh, tweet us. Tell us how you found us. <laughs> because all of a sudden, we just started getting a lot more listeners. Yeah. And we have no idea where you came from. But we're <laughs> glad for you. Yeah. We're glad you're here. Um, I think that's everything. Yep. That's all I've got. So until next time. From all of us here at Boy Meets World Beaver. So long, world. So long, world. When this boy meets world